Hello, ladies. This is your soulmate speaking. <laughs> you freaking killed it. <laughs> that was better than anything I thought of. My number is 402. Hit me up. I did live at be- Omaha, Nebraska, 68135. Come did visit you, me. Did you? Is that for real? That's all legit information? My credit card... No, 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 just kidding. My social security number is... <laughs> I don't even have that memorized yet. I should probably get that memorized. Uh, and mo- Mother's... Hey, can we real quick uh, get first pet and Mother's maiden name while we're at it? Yeah. I never had a pet. <laughs> Dang it, how are you even a real person then? I'm not. The government is pretty sure I do not exist. I'm pretty sure you don't exist. Hey, everybody. Welcome to episode four of TuneIn. This is the show where we review and talk about different cartoons that we um, firmly believe are for all ages. Because we think that families should be able to get together and watch something that is appropriate for little kids and uh, also not, like, degrading to the parents or the kids. I think a lot of modern cartoons are... They act like kids are stupid. I think kids are capable of understanding a lot more than the shows act like they can. Yeah. What, uh, I'm sorry, I'm your host, my name is Marcus Nip, and I am joined by my co-host... Pablo Fernandez. Karsten Miller. You suck. I've been told that a lot of times, much like, make, they say, they say, make like a vacuum and suck. <laughs> that Get joke it. really sucked. Freaking kirby it. Yeah. I'm out, that's, that's the last thing I got. Um, I mean, so, I can I can make I can make more more jokes like that, keep but I can't. Um, so, so what show are we talking about? We are talking about the Dragon Prince. The Dragon Prince, a Netflix original. Netflix original. So, um, the way the show is working, we are doing two episodes at a time, going through an entire season of a TV show. So, we will do one season of show, two episodes at a time, and then move on. This episode. Or, yeah, this episode of our show, episode 4 of Tune In, we are going to be going over episodes 7 and 8 of The Dragon Prince. So, it was a Netflix original, so all of the episodes, because I'm trying to get pretty good at this, pretty good, and do it professionally. Pretty good. Uh, so, say when it was released, it's a, a Netflix show, so all the episodes in season 1 were released the 14th of September 2018. Yeah. Episode right. 7 is called The Dagger and the Wolf. Karsten, what were your thoughts of this what episode? My, my thoughts? I definitely had a lot more substance to it than the past episodes. Like, it, the show's, uh, in my opinion, been on like an, up, an uphill climb. Like, each episode is better than the last. Especially after, what was it, episode... I think episode 4 was the one where like nothing happened. Yeah, the one, the one that where they were in the boats and they had that whole water fiasco. That was... Very Everything's more, better after slow. that. Yes. But yeah. I think the show goes very well. Carson, can you give us... I'm gonna... Here's the thing. I don't have a ton of notes on this episode. So I fill got like in, a page and a half. Fill in any gaps that I miss. I'm gonna try to talk about this episode, though. Awesome. Do it. So, the egg is still dying. Like me. Like all of us, you know? That's we. What, well, a little thing we like to do here on Tune and also is, besides bring families together, is to constantly remind you of your mortality. Um, So, the egg is still dying, and they're hurrying, they're quickening the pace to um, get to Zadia, and they come across a town that they choose to stop in for some reason. Little village. The only problem is... Um, she's an elf. Yeah, Rayla's an elf, so... So they, um, find a disguise for her. I think they, they give her a glove. Or she puts on gloves and she puts a hood up and tries to go through... 
because I don't think we mentioned it before, the elves only have three fingers and a thumb. They don't mm-hmm. have four fingers and a thumb. So that's kind of a dead giveaway. And they have horns and elf ears. Yeah. So, like, I, th- I think the horns, I don't know if we talked about this yet, horns are a really nice touch, and I think they're drawn really well. Like, yeah, they they complete the look of elves in a really neat way. They're not I distracting. I think especially, yeah, they look, it, they're horns, which you usually think makes, like, a cumbersome look, but the elves look super, super sleek, and it's, like, another clear defining feature of elves as opposed to right. humans. And we're not and talking about, cool. like, big bull horns, we're talking about, like, little, like... Yeah, like... Card, almost... Like, more like nubs. Yeah, I was trying to liken it to another animal. Kind of like a goat horn, sort of. Yeah, except goat horns are still pretty big. Yeah, like, smaller than that, but shaped like that. Like a kid horn. Like the yeah. horn on a kid. Yeah, because, you know, like, um, uh, freaking my nephew Chuck just has a lot of horns on him. As a joke, like a human kid I pretended like instead of a goat kid. If you explain it, it's no longer funny. Nope, uh, makes it funnier. Um, so, they go there, and they see that... Um, there's a guy who has a special sword made by Sun Elves, right? Uh, Sun Dragon? I don't, think, I don't think they explained how it was made, but... No, it's Sun Dragon Elves, or something like that, or Sun Elves. Some it was forged sort... in the sun, or something by like that. By some special type of elf. Because they're, like, we're doing Moon Shadow Elves, right? Is, like, what Rayla yeah. is. It was a sun, some kind of elf. I don't remember the onomatopoeia for it, but... Yeah. Uh, onomatopoeia is... No, not... shut up. You used um, the word wrong. No, word. I used it correctly. Um... Okay, Carson, real quick, this is quick. This is another little bit we like to do where Marcus explains the way that he uses the words. Carson, if you speak with confidence and don't stumble over any big word you use, it doesn't matter what you say, really. People assume they'll fill in context for you. Oh, so it makes you sound more photosynthesis. Yes, ex- exactly like that. Ah, okay, I got, I got you. Yeah, so real quick, thanks for trying to put me on blast on the freaking internet. <laughs> I don't know what's up with, like, Freaking just people trying to, like, it's that cyber... I have a question. If you make fun of me, this... Oh, man. We're really getting off the rails here. We're not even... We, we're we not even halfway through the first episode <laughs> we're talking about. Um, If you make fun of me on this show, is that cyberbullying? No, because we're not doing it through the internet. So, hold on. If I, if I listen to the episode back after it gets posted, <laughs> and, then, and then my feelings get hurt, is that cyberbullying? <laughs> I think you're just overthinking it, dude. <laughs> you've t- you've taken a concept <clears throat> and then you've just blown it so out of proportion and like taken it so out of context that like it's almost not even the same thing anymore. So you're trying to say that I'm dumb, Carson? I feel I'm feeling pretty cyberbullied right now, to be honest with you. No, cyberbullying would be if I went into the comments on this episode afterwards using my alternate YouTube account and just started calling you names and saying you suck and stuff like that. That would be cyberbullying. Oh, so you mean like what everybody does to PewDiePie? But it doesn't count if you're famous. Because if you're famous, then it doesn't matter how many haters you have because you've got money. That's a good point. I think that I'm a... Okay, we're completely. Plus, up, we're completely. Who up, takes up, a nine-year-old's word? Like, who actually like takes a nine-year-old seriously? Apparently, PewDiePie, because freaking whatever the freaking masses say, he has to apologize for all the time. It's so that he can make more money. Because if he doesn't apologize, YouTube will just keep demonetizing him. Meme review. Let's rate this episode. And by rate this episode, I mean freaking get through the plot of it at least. Can we just please get through the plot? So after we get fifteen seconds into the episode. Then this so happens. the um they see the guy's um special sword and uh it can supposedly cut through anything 
literally anything. And they all get the idea that Rayla needs to get a hold of that sword somehow because she still has that bandage getting tighter and tighter and tighter till her hand, I guess, eventually falls off because she's not killing Ezra. Ezran. Man, I freaking have never seen Star Wars Rebels and I keep calling the kid Ezra, which is, speaking of Star Wars Rebels though, we should do that show at some point. Definitely. So, I don't remember what Callum and Ez do in this episode you don't okay well i got it right here in my half page of notes i know i actually paid attention this time i know that rayla kind of spends the whole time trying to get that sword gets it and it doesn't work and then also gets kind of found out as an elf and they have to run away yeah okay so that was a very basic uh, overview of the entire episode from rayla's perspective but much more happened in that episode yes i don't remember any of that maybe because you're just bad at these things maybe it's because i hate you that's a fair assessment. I wouldn't blame you. So, so, um, so Callum and Ezran, through this entire episode, they have the egg, and they're trying to, uh, basically, they want to see if they can find anyone who can help the egg, since it's dying. So they uh, stumble upon this little tavern-like place uh, that's like an old-timey veterinarian, and they decide that they could probably see if this guy could help them. So they go in there, and they're being all cautious at first because they don't know if they can trust the guy. But eventually it gets to the point where he's just like, yo, dog, you gotta, like, tell me what's happening so that I can help you because you're making absolutely no sense. It was actually, I thought it was really weird because um, they have been doing this weird fantasy world, and the guy kind of literally looks at him and just like, hey, yo, dog. And I was like, well, he said yo, dog? I was just, I was being the worst, sorry. I threw off your flow and everything. Haven't we talked about, well, I haven't, but haven't you talked about stealing thunder already? Yeah, we rated it. It's a good saying and a bad thing that happened to you. Yeah. I'm sorry. That's okay. Just watch your back because it's coming back to haunt you. So. Did you just threaten me? (laughs) (laughs) Perhaps. Sleep with one eye open. I'm getting real life bullied, I think. (laughs) You might wake up without your teeth tomorrow. I'm going to wake up underwater. What the? If you wake up. Um, so they're just, so Callum and Ezran are just like, okay, fine. We could probably trust you. So they pull the egg out of the backpack, and... And they make up an omelet, and then it's the end of the episode. I'm so sorry. But hey, that was one dang good omelet. I'm super stupid. Please keep going. I promise I'm going to quit interrupting. No, it's okay. I probably did it to you a whole bunch last time. (laughs) So so this veterinarian guy, he's just like, dude, that's a dragon egg. Those are, like, not supposed to exist (laughs) anymore. How'd you get this? So they kind of explain where they got the egg. And he says, and he's just like, okay, cool story. I can't help you with this. It's out of my, uh, it's out of my pay grade. I don't know how to deal with these things because they're magical creatures, not real creatures. But I do know someone who can help you. So this veterinarian guy takes Ezran and Callum to this little girl who's got this giant wolf thing. Um, it's just a wolf, but it is freaking huge. It is enormous. It's like a timber wolf or something like that. Um, think like the Great Wolf Lodge size. But not a building, and not that big. It is the Great Wolf Lodge of the... It is what... So, like, say a regular wolf is Coco Keys. <laughs> is the Great Wolf Lodge... This wolf <laughs> is the Great Wolf Lodge. That's such a good analogy, dang it. I have my moments, dude. I'm not, I'm not completely useless. Freaking... I don't care. I don't. I honestly don't care if we say anything else that super sucks or is stupid on the show ever again. You made up for it with that super good analogy. Huh. Okay. 
We, we we freaking we reached the that's the peak of the show. The peak of the show. Might as well is just that. quit where we're ahead. That's the end of the episode, yeah. guys. Bye. That's the end of the episode and the show. We're never doing another one. It was good while it lasted. Bye. Okay, keep going. Uh, and this this little girl, her name is Ellis. The wolf's name is Ava, which I kind of found it a little odd that they gave the wolf a human name. But hey, what person doesn't name their dog a human name except for Spot? Uh, my dog's name is um, Wolf. You don't actually want to say your dog's name on camera. No, it's Whitaker. I was that's a make, human name. I was gonna make a joke of the how my dog didn't have a human name, but he does. <laughs> was essentially the problem I ran into. So thanks for putting me on blast on the internet. Yeah. You just can't win this episode, dude. Freaking cyberbullying, dog. Yeah, I'm all about that life. Um, I was the bullied, but now I'm the bully. Okay, so uh, this little girl is just like, yo, so this dog used to have three legs because it got frostbite. She she basically just explains how she found the dog. She found the wolf in the woods a long time ago and it was when it was just a puppy and it was like freezing to death. So she takes it home and then... Uh, finds out that one of its front legs has to be amputated because it's frozen. And then her parents decide that this dog is too much of a hassle to take care of. So they're just like, okay, we're gonna have to, like, leave it in the forest to die. But she's just like, no, I'm not gonna let you do that. So she runs off crying into the woods, climbs up a mountain by herself with this dog in the middle of a blizzard, and gets to the top of the mountain and finds this... What a little brat. Reminds me of how my brother disappeared. I thought you just had to dunk on your brother and be like, it reminds me of my brother and how he's a brat. I was like, whoa, Garson, chill. And then you went way darker with your joke. <laughs> no. Shoot. You see, it's it's not it's not polite to like, <coughs> it's not polite to dunk on the dead. Hey, so, question. Yeah? So if you make fun of Zach on this show, is that cyberbullying? Yeah. Because it's through the internet. He's not here with me in person. Okay. Okay, cool. I got it. Sorry. Yeah, because, like, what I'm doing to you is just regular old bullying. It's regular bu- It's just bullying. Yeah, it's just straight up bullying. Which is not okay, kids. I do not condone bullying. But for you adults. Go ahead. Do it all you want. Fair game. Free country. Last time I checked. Last time I was last time I was scrolling through Donnie T's Twitter, it's a free country. Yeah. Okay, keep going. And she gets to the top of this mountain, and there's this magical entity up at the top of the mountain. It's like some magical... Uh, healer, uh, a miracle healer, and sh- this magical healer gives the dog its leg back, and they make their way back down the mountain, and all's well. So this little girl, Ellis, is just like, yo, I could, like, take you guys up to the... I don't know why everyone's talking like gangster. Yo, dog, I could, like, take you... real! I could, like, take you up to the tippity-top of this mountain. We can, we can like, get you the good stuff. You Get your leg all better. You got gotta be careful though. Popo is out there in for a freaking dime, dog. A dime. Okay, okay. So, Ellis and Ava uh, take agree to take everyone up to the top of the mountain, and then we cut over to Claudia and Soren, who are on a quest to find uh, to find a, the supplies to make a potion or a spell to make a spell that they can use to track Ezran and Callum. Uh, okay. Um, I just, where is it? He lost his notes. No, I just making sure I didn't miss something. Um, I guess I didn't. Where did I put it? If I remember correctly, the next three episodes are all very much like essentially a three-parter. Yeah. Like kind of like 
one ends and then the next one like literally picks up like exactly where it left off essentially oh okay yeah so one thing i forgot to mention i found it um Pro- I'm so pr- hey karsten I'm, yeah. pr- I'm very proud of you yeah if only my notes were more organized so um earlier in the episode it uh about halfway through that whole village fiasco it cuts over to soren and claudia who are on their mission to find the princes and the egg and they're trying to find something that's linked to anyone in that group so that they can use it for a tracking spell. And they've managed to find Rayla's braid. Remember when I said that braid was going to be a plot point later on? Yeah. Freaking did say I that. I knew it was super important. That's why I took time out of this podcast to look for that specific line in the notes to see if I'm, to make sure I didn't miss it. Okay, cool. So yeah, they find the, the braid pinned to the tree with an arrow. And they're just like, oh, sweet, this will work. And then they just continue their quest to find the different ingredients needed for the spell. And they realize the last thing they need is on the highest mountain in Zadia. So they start their journey to there. Yeah. And then Ezran, Callum, and Rayla get chased out of the village by a whole bunch of racist bigots. Freaking. So, like, that one. See, that one kind of triggered. No, see, that one kind of triggered me. Because I was like, hey, yo, thanks to freaking Donnie T, that's just real life for us right now. Chasing all those elves out it's of, just the, chasing, out of the land. It's just chasing people out of out of our country with bigotry. And, like, that triggered real-life markets. Especially those people with the big pointy ears. Okay, real quick, let's freaking do episode 8 so we can just finish this one. Okay, ready? Speed run, go. Okay, this is a speed run strategy um, where... So, essentially what you want to do, if you hug the left wall the whole time, you get a little bit of a speed boost. It only saves, like, three frames, but um, this is the best way to do it and of course this is um any 80 percent glitchless dude i was we're talking about a tv show oh i meant speed run the notes i speed run this so mm, real quick oh dang it my notes just okay there we go uh episode eight is called curse claudria caldera dang it someday i'm gonna learn to read i promise mom it's uh, okay. and this is written by the creators aaron's asherah we can't say that still and justin richmond yes i mean I don't, here's the thing, this is spoilers for, like, the rest of this show. They just climb the mountain, they just climb the mountain to go get to the witch doctor person, and they just keep, cl- and then Claudia and, what's it, Soren, climb the mountain some too? Oh, but different it's a, mountain, di- it's a different mountain, so they can go do their magic spell, and then the uh, freaking Jafar guy, what's his name? Uh, Viren. Viren does some kind of weird curse on the elf. And it's actually really cool. And freaking scary as balls. I didn't think it was scary, because I'm not a little baby. Anyway, this that's the rest of... like. Okay, sp- hey guys, spoilers for episode 5 of um, Tune In. But freaking, like, that's it. Like, that's what happens. Like, there's like a little bit... So we can just say, hey, it's, they're climbing the mountain still, and then give you the ending to the show. But, like, it's so much more interesting than that, and there's so many details that you're glossing over just saying that. Like, little things that actually could that actually have... That are actually really neat. Like, no... Carson was not lying when he said that, like, the, each of these episodes just leading like, up to the end get better. It is very true. Just like our protagonists are climbing up the mountain, they're on the show is also on an upward incline. It's metaphors. Boom. Analogy? Mind blown. It's foreshadowing for the show. Okay, keep going. Okay, so the episode, The Cursed Caldera, opens up with our main, um, with our main group. Running up the mountain, but surprise, a new a new member has joined your party, and now we got Ava and Ellis uh, helping the main three characters 
take the egg up the mountain. And so uh, one of the things that they make really clear, though, that Ellis makes really clear at the beginning of the episode is going up this mountain isn't going to be easy. It's supposedly like this super cursed mountain. And there's like there's monsters, monsters of indis like she, she says indescribable terrors. Once as soon as night falls, they're going to be indescribable terrors on the mountain and it's going to be super scary. They also start to talk about how as they don't mention that yet. Dang it. Come on. Hold your horses. That's the last episode then? Uh, no, Which it's is the like... end of this one. Okay. I think. No, that's the last one. Crazy. Could have sworn it was this one. Dang it. Okay, I keep going. Yeah, it's the beginning of the next episode. I apparently don't know what I'm talking about. Well, I mean, it's been we a while. We got four minutes, Karsten. Okay, so they're walking up the mountain, and then Callum and Rayla figure out the incomplete lightning spell. Turns out... He knew what it was the whole time. He just didn't have the right context to, like, complete the spell. Yes. I remember that because it was freaking tight. The first time he shoots lightning is sick as heck. It was pretty cool. He learned a new spell, upgraded his skill tree. It was great. <laughs> he got that and he was like, oh, heck yeah, dude. Level up. He did the he did the weird wow dance when you level up. He dinged level three. Mm-hmm. New spell. Lightning. So then we cut over to Jafar in the dungeon and he's... um. And he's interrogating that elf because he hasn't cast the spell yet. Marcus just ruined that. No, uh, I said that he d- he does it in this one, right? No, you you said it happened in the last episode, but it happened. No, in I this said one. that's. I said besides that, the only thing that happens is that they climb the mountain. Uh, okay, so you're talking about the last three episodes. Yes, the last okay. three episodes are just them climbing the mountain and then this. All right, so yeah, he's in the uh, he's in the dungeon interrogating the elf, but the elf's just like, I'd rather die than tell you anything. Stupid idiot. Yeah, he says that he does. He doesn't. So then Jafar is just like, here, how about have some food and drink? You're probably hungry. And he, he refuses to eat and drink. Yeah. He says, no. Mm-hmm. And then Jafar brings in the magic mirror that they've been trying to figure out this whole, like, that he's been trying to figure out this whole series, because he can't get the mirror, this magic mirror to work. So he's like, yeah. maybe the elf they, will know. And they imply that he fa- they found it in the raid where they got the dragon egg. So, like, it was in the dragon's lair, so he's like, it has to be super powerful or something. Because the dragon was protecting it. Mm-hmm. So they bring it in, and the elf is just like, that thing is terrifying. You have absolutely no idea what you're going to unleash on the land if you use this. It's it's pretty pretty scary. He And then he says, I have the high ground. Don't try it. And then he says, if you strike me down, I've become more powerful than you can possibly imagine. And then Jafar tries to bribe the imprisoned elf by... <coughs> offering him his freedom he says listen if you just tell me what this is what all this is i'll just let you go i'll let you i'll let you walk out of here scot-free you will your name will be scott you're gonna and change you will your be, name to scott and you will be free <laughs> i will grant you your freedom stupid joke and that interpreter guy um who's also locked up in the dungeon is like listening and he's like oh crap what's going on this jafar guy is bad news then we cut back to... Which, it's funny that he just now realized that, because he's been in prison for, like, several days now. Unjustly. He's... Yeah, false imprisonment, dude. That's a for... violation of his Fourth Amendment right. Just kidding, it he's freaking, not an American dude, citizen, just, so he doesn't have rights. It's just that Donnie T freaking... It's just real life. I'm getting real life triggered again by this cartoon show. Okay, but think about it this way. If Donnie T were there, then the elves would have never gotten in, because the wall would the be wall, so much yeah, better. Free, yeah, freaking the border... What bo- freaking what breach? No, by br- wait, wait. Are you referring to the very, very good, good wall that I built? Okay, sorry. We, d- I don't want to get political. <laughs> <laughs> Too late. So we cut back to Ezra. This is an ent- entertainment thing where we say dumb things and jokes. 
We're not actually serious. Go, go, go. So, okay, so Ezran, Rayla, uh, Callum, and Ellis journey up the mountain. And um, Rayla and Callum are just like, we're not going to encounter any monsters. Nothing's happened yet. Then they see monsters. Yeah, then there's this giant... It's this. It's that classic, oh, there's nothing here. And they actually point out that trope that... They actually like point out the that trope of saying that nothing's going to happen. And they're just like... And Callum's just like, yeah, but that only happens in like... Mo- that only happens in like stories and stuff like that. And then they find this dead giant creature. And He's not so dead. No, it, it's dead. You're dead. But there's always a bigger fish. To me. And oh, yeah. Bigger fish. Yeah. And then this giant leech thing sneaks up behind them and chases them around. And they, and they had formed a plan to combat any monsters. But the only problem is this giant worm threw them off their threw off their groove so they tried to execute their plan but the hasty execution ruined everything and they almost all died but they didn't they all escaped they became separated so one group ended up on top of a giant rock and the other uh, and the other half ended up in a tree so they try and figure out what they're going to do to like get back down to the ground and they decide they're just going to wait for the worm to leave and Eventually it does leave, so they go back down, and they continue on their journey, being very cautious, though, so that they don't encounter it. Uh, so that they don't, like, encounter the monster again. But, of course, they do encounter the monster. But they're ready this time. Plan doesn't go to crap. That's right. And Callum learn uses his new lightning spell that he has acquired, and it works Cast just Cast that force fine. lightning. Yeah. Unlimited power! So, they... Just expecto patronums that crap. Yeah, and they kill a live animal on children's television it's great that actually is really neat i like how they don't shy away from stuff like that yeah did i notice a splatter too or am i just remembering things wrong i'm pretty sure there's some sort of blood sick okay and then the episode ends back in the dungeon with lord viren and he's just like okay you know what i'm tired of interrogating this elf so he's just like okay i'm done with you and he pulls out his magic wand and he casts this dark magic spell on the elf and imprisons imprisons him in a gold coin. But there's a cost to it. It um, makes Lord Viren look like some kind of like he's made out of wood or something almost. It looks like makes him look like he's some weird elf human hybrid now. So he's like kind of purple, and he's got like this this like um, weird pattern on his face now, and his eyes are like all dark. He, he walks. looks really cool, actually. Yeah, it, 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 he actually looks like a villain now. Yeah, it's well animated. Yeah, so he walks out of the walks out of the chamber, and the interpreter guy is just like, oh no, my suspicions were right. There is something wrong with you. And for the first time in the entire series, we act, he actually looks worried and not completely oblivious as to everything that's going on. I think there's a plot, like there's going to be a through line about this guy being just super optimist, optimistic, though. Maybe his parents died... At when he was very young, and he, he never got learned cynicism. Thrown into de- he got thrown into really a really deep state of depression, and after a failed attempt to take his own life, he decided he would be more optimistic about life, because life is a blessing and no one should take it for granted. And from that moment on, he just decided to be overly optimistic about literally everything. Okay, so um, thanks for listening to. Oh man, that was so sad. <laughs> Thanks for listening to episode four of Tune In um, here on Whack Matters. Uh, so if you liked our show, 
and you have a little bit extra time, uh, the best way to help out this show, help us get sponsorships, help us kind of um, have a little bit of clout to throw around in the podcast world, is to uh, use that uh, those precious life minutes of yours to go give us a rating on uh, iTunes, five-star rating. Five stars. It actually, no joke, it helps us out more than uh, anything else can, really, for this site. Um, we also, a different way, if you guys want to kind of save some time and just get that money directly to us there is a donate button on the side of the web page at whack matters uh slightly above that donate button at one of the top top tabs is a different button so if you rather instead of just donating money to us you want to get a little bit something for the money you're spending you can also buy a t-shirt a t-shirt there's a merch link up at the top of our site you know be sick what hoodies we're getting into that colder weather oh dude hoodies might sell like hotcakes Good point. We okay, Frick. Getting into those winter this months. Is, this is a business. We will have this meeting as soon as the episode ends. We'll talk about Michael. We'll talk about this with my brother before we leave. Um, Maybe some underwear, too. We also get those long johns. It's cold out. I just meant regular boxers. Whack matters Gross. Boxers. boxers, am hey, I right? but that would be a conversation story. <laughs> uh, envisioning that just threw me off. <laughs> because <laughs> i don't order for it to hey, be a conversation hey, hey, starter hey 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 real quick michael cut out this next part but i have a very good joke because i think it's very good to have a pair of underwear especially right over the crotch area that says the word whack matters i think that's saying something about that's implying hey girl, can something, i show you why whack matters that's implying something about your zone that I don't think you want implied about your zone. Like, hey, it's freaking Buck Wild. Down. I was thinking more of it's, like a repeated pattern kind of thing. Just the Whack Matters logo and like a repeated like semi-random pattern across like a, like just on a pair of white boxers. It's freaking Buck Wild down there, man, but it still matters. <laughs> <sighs> I can't breathe. <sighs> okay. Also, Karsten. Yes. You're illiterate, correct? If I say no, can I get sponsored? Carson, no, okay, hold on. Um, Carson, we haven't really done this because this show is about a thing, but we also do what is called improv comedy here on the show sometimes too, where one of us will create a bit, and the trick to improv comedy is you say yes and. So I'm making a bit where you're supposed to be, you're supposed to be illiterate. Are you ready? But I'm not illiterate. I am a very intelligent person okay, whose Car- intellect please. vastly Carson, please. is vastly superior Carson, to that of your please, own. Please, Carson, please. Karsten, you're illiterate, correct? Yes, and you're blind. Okay, you're not wrong. Okay, dang it. I closed my eyes <laughs> to simulate blindness for no reason. So, um, for people who are illiterate like Karsten, or maybe people on the go or who are just kind of super busy about life, maybe you don't have time to sit down and read a book, but after you listen to our podcast, you're like, hey, I listen to TuneIn. I listen to Life's Always You Rate It. What else am I supposed to do with this free time? My ears have a void one thing that you can fill them with is an audiobook from audible.com. Uh, Whack Matters has been sponsored by audible.com. So you, uh, there's a link that we posted in the description and a link on the website where you can go to uh, audible.com slash Whack Matters. And if you uh, get that free 30-day subscription, we will get some kickback from that. So if you um, are just kind of a big fan of stories and you don't listen to a lot of other podcasts or things like this, once you run out of our content... Feel free to uh, go and use that. Get your 30-day 
uh, free trial. And uh, here we like to kind of give a quick book recommendation. Do you have any good books you like, Karsten? Yes, I do. If you're if you're too on the spot, I have one. I have one. Okay, it's go called forward. One Fish, Two Fish, Red Fish, Blue Fish by Dr. Seuss. Okay, that's a trash. I can kind of understand half the words. Okay, you're a litter. I forgot. The good. Yeah, I see. Yes, and too good. Um, uh, the book series, uh, the Artemis Fowl book series, is really interesting, and um, I recommend it. It's about a child kind of crime lord, and there's some cool, fun fantasy elements to it. It's a really neat book series. Uh, we super recommend it. So, uh, if you have time, uh, try to check that out with that Audible subscription. Um, thanks for listening. Uh, I'm your host. Marcus and I'm illiterate and that's our co that's my co-host Karsten um and we uh want you just to remember to tune, tune in, in next, next time <laughs> okay wait same tune time same tune channel ready tune, tune in, in next time. time remember ladies call me <laughs> <laughs>